0: This is Killacosh and welcome to the Bad Bitch Bible. Pour yourself a drink and tap in. Bitch, we are back yet again with another episode of the Bad Bitch Bible. My name's Killacosh and I'm about to fuck shit up. This episode is part 2 of the Red Flags topic. So I hope you bitches already listened to the first part already because if not... What a fucking loser. I'm kidding. No, please feel free to hop on and listen to the first episode. Pour yourself another drink and then we'll meet you back here right where we left off. So in the first episode, we talked about eight of the toxic red flags that we see in men. And today we're going to be talking about another eight. We already mentioned how if his name starts with letter J, start running. If it starts with letter M, like the Migs, Miggy, Miguel, Mike variations, don't even bother. But in this episode, we are diving into all kinds of toxic bitch. So consider the Red Flags episodes as a kind of handbook wherein if one of the Red Flags reminds you of the man you're seeing, the man you've been talking to throughout quarantine, your shitty ex that you're thinking of going back to, but bitch, just let me remind you, you're just lonely, okay, maharot ka lang, disengage, we do not stand dumb bitches around here, baby. We also don't stand homophobia, sexism, racism, bigotry. Well, you already know the vibes. But dumb bitch energy, girl. I swear, healthy relationships give me major big dick energy. Enjoy ko nga, walang titip, Pero healthy naman kami. Masaya naman ako. Okay, sis. And can I just say, after you listen to this episode, at the end of all of this, I don't wanna get another fucking DM that you're choosing to stay with one of these red flag guys because Dax Dibali na yung Dax. The eh. Sometimes the bigger the dick, the bigger the red flag Sometimes the bigger the dick, the bigger the toxic So when I'm talking about big dick energy, baby I'm not talking about the size I'm talking about the vibes And I know I've heard it all before That a bunch of you bitches listened to the first episode And have said you're still gonna stay Because ang sure up talaga Baby, babes, bestie, bitch Even if he's a 10 but he's toxic, that cancels it out. It makes him a five. But if a guy is a five and he's not toxic, he's healthy, he's thriving, he's supportive, he doesn't control what you wear, what you post on social media, that makes him a solid 10. That's major big dick energy. But, okay, we must not forget, yung mga juts, juts na nga, toxic pa. I mean, come on, pick a struggle. You can't be both. So yeah, just a friendly reminder that I hope you guys walk into this episode with a beautiful headspace in mind. That if indeed one of these red flags reminds you of him, bangon lang, bangon. Marami pang tita sa mundo. Get the fuck up. We move on, we go gay. I'm kidding, no, not everyone goes gay. But we can come out of this podcast alive. I know a lot of you girls are rooting for yourselves because when you listen to the first episode, it didn't remind you of him. But tread carefully in this episode, girl. matamaan. First up, we have Paolo. The overly celoso guy that tells you not to wear certain shit. He is your typical protective Paolo. But in truth, he's not protective. He's controlling. He's manipulative. And honestly, feeling ko nang bababaya din siya. Pota talaga siya. He's got internalized sexism. Baby, it's 2021. What the fuck, you know? He is obsessed with you being a cheater. Every single time you go out, he's the kind of guy that says, Patang iksin ng skirt mo. magpants ka nga. Or you're wearing a crop top, he tells you. Magjacket ka nga. Because he thinks that guys are gonna look at you in a sleazy way. And I swear, the only guys that think this way are the guys that do it. Because Annika doesn't think that way about me. When I dress up like a hoe, she hypes me up. She doesn't tell me to wear a fucking jacket and ruin the fucking outfit. She cares about my outfit. Paolo does not give a shit. We need a man that cares about the outfit. He gives a shit about other creepy guys staring at you, catcalling you, and looking up your fucking skirt. And the only reason that he cares is because he does it too. He's even obsessed with you being a cheater because every time that you post an Instagram pic, maybe feeling yourself like thotty, maybe a bikini pic, he tells you to either take it down or ask permission next time. Or, even worse, he says some shit like, Ano easy ang mga tao? Pok-pok ka? oh pok Even if you were a pok-pok, what's wrong with that? Sex work is real work, and I don't like the idea that this man uses other women to kind of compare you and bring you down or make you feel less than just because you're wearing a fucking crop top. It's not that deep, Paolo. Paolo also doesn't like you posting sexy shit on Instagram because he thinks that people are lining up in your DMs. And while they are, and as much as you love Paolo, you're not entertaining the people in the DMs. But the reason Paula's concerned is because he's also got hoes lined up in his DMs. And guess what? He's engaging. I swear to God, the guys that care about this shit, do this shit. Even down to an Ninuman. you're either not allowed to go out with your friends. Or if you do go out with your friends, you have to come with him. Or you have to ask in advance for permission to go out with your own friends. Ano papa? Is he your fucking father? Like, girl, I know you like to call your guy daddy, but not literally. Paulo takes it to the next fucking level. He makes it seem like you're not allowed to have fun on your own because you might cheat. Because he doesn't trust you when you're drunk. Let me just uno reverse this situation. Because maybe when Paulo gets drunk, he hooks up with girls without you even knowing it. He's drunk texting 10 different girls at 2am. He's DMing these hoes, asking where they are, what they're up to, if they're free that night and he's worried about you, a loyal asshole, a responsible hoe, a hoe that is only hoeing for Paulo, yet he's hoeing the fuck around town. And when you do go out and when you do drink, he's always concerned over if you might get harassed or abused, and that scares me. Why would a guy think that way about a woman who like is going out with her friends she clearly got herself she has no issues drinking you know he's just assuming that because is he the kind of guy to take advantage of women when they're drinking you know it makes you think i also have the feeling that paul the kind of guy that because he worries so much about what you post on social media what you wear when you go out he's the kind of guy that follows ig baddies kind of like me that post bikini pics Likes those posts, maybe even comments, maybe even sends a creepy-ass DM. But also talks shit about these women and says they're such a ho. Ang pokpok. The hypocrisy is through the roof, ma'am. And what's so embarrassing is that all these IG models or IG baddies that he follows don't even follow him back. Like, he's just obsessed with them but also hates them because they're hoes. So it's just, like, pick a struggle. Tanga, Bobo walang pinag aralan do you guys know that tiktok because if you don't i sound like a fucking dumbass bitch right now (laughs) but seriously it's 20 fucking 21 and if you're still dating a man that is trying to control your outfit your whereabouts what you post on social media and maybe he even asked for your passwords on social media accounts drop him this man belongs in the fucking Stone Age. And even in the Stone Age, bitches were wearing, like, leaves around their titties. Next up, we have Carlos, the competitive one. This man is always trying to one-up your achievements. He's the kind of guy, now, let's say, in school, you got 98 over 100. And you tell him, like, babe, oh my god, I got 98 over 100. signing yung two points, but I'm so happy parent. rin ganon. Carlos is gonna be a little bitch about it. He's gonna bitch about it and say, Ay, talaga, ako kasi naka-100 eh. Di nga ako Parang, Carlos Gago kaba? He's not truly happy for you. He's also the kind of guy na, kunwari, at work, you say, Babe, oh my god, I got a promotion! And instead of celebrating with you, he's gonna flip the switch, bitch. And you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna make it about himself. He's gonna say he had a bad day, he had a fight with his mom, he got a dent in his car... Dido siya nakapasok kung ano-ano nalang sasabihin niya para you feel bad and you guys don't relish in your accomplishment. Or the times that you think he's happy for you, there's kind of like a backhanded compliment. Let's say you were proud that you lost 5 pounds. Carlos is gonna be like, Oi, congrats! Pero parang you've been cheating your dieta. Ah. Yung mga ganun na it's like a half congrats, half something negative. It's never just something completely positive and something genuine. Bitch, you don't deserve that. You need someone that's actually happy for you and someone that is Proud of you. Even if they had a bad day, they are happy for you regardless. They're there to support you and celebrate with you. Or when you're just having a casual conversation about your body count. Mo na, yeah, I had three exes before we broke up because of this and that. Carlos is gonna be like, "Ako nga ten, tapos latsila model, latsila payat, ganon." And he brings up his exes to kind of compare them to you. Body shaming you even, saying his ex was thinner, parang asking you to lose weight without telling you to lose weight. He's the kind of guy that makes you feel guilty just for being yourself, just for succeeding even. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Carlos's head, but he feels emasculated. Parang very small dick energy, very insecure energy, and I'm not having it. I also hate when Carlos invalidates your experiences. He thrives when you have a bad day. yare you had a bad day, and you share that you had a bad day. He's gonna be like, buti yun nga lang yung nangyari say, kasi yung friend ko, kasi si ano, parang kanon." Invalidating your experiences or making your experiences or feelings feel small, so you can't even vent to this man. Or when you do vent to this man, mas masasaktan ka lang Instead of feeling better after venting to your man, you're gonna feel worse after venting to your man. Like bitch, doesn't that say something? Think about that. You should be with someone that you can wholeheartedly. Pour out your soul to like. I have conversations with Annika where we just talk for hours and we agree on the same thing. Sometimes she's not even talking. Sometimes she's just listening, and that's more than enough. I'd rather have somebody in my life na nakikinig lang talaga, rather than someone who's like, Buti nga yun lang nangyari sayo eh. What is this fuckery? So if you are with a man that you can't even vent to, or if you're with a kind of guy that you can't even share your happiest moments with, your best experiences your winning moments tangina what is this the toxic olympics the toxic sea games the toxic in drums what the fuck just fucking break up with him there are no points nobody is winning or losing even if you argue with a guy like Carlos he's the kind of guy na kilangan manalo siya. he sees arguments in a relationship or even any relationship outside of your romantic relationship In niya na kailangan manalo siya he always has to be above somebody and it's just it's fucked up it's toxic we are not here for it bitch of course we've also got Rafael Rafael does not want to put a label on it Raphael is the kind of guy. You now, one year na kami ng giyugyugan, but wala pa rin siyang plano sao. I'm not saying he's cheating, pero feeling ako that he's cheating. But let's say he's not cheating. He's just completely scared of commitment. He's the kind of guy that you started dating right before the pandemic. So when the pandemic hit, he kind of had a reason not to give it a label yet because you did not LDR, everything is through text. And then when you ask him, Anuna, Rafael, Anuna, Rafi, what the fuck? You ask him. He says, I don't wanna make it official through text, okay? Good excuse, right? But then, lockdown after lockdown, ECQ, MECQ, BBQ, kung ano-ano nangyayari sa Pilipinas, wala ding nangyayari in your relationship. Wala na nang nangyayari in the world, tapos wala pa in your relationship. Ano na... How can you even live like that, bitch? So, you ask him, Rafael, I really need to know. Are we gonna make this relationship official or not? Like, you need answers and you deserve answers. Duh. He's gonna be like, let's talk about it after ECQ. What the fuck? After ECQ, we don't even know when ECQ is gonna end. He has all these excuses. And you don't know when those excuses are gonna end. It literally feels like kung ano-ano na lang yung ginagawa niyang excuse. Surface level, parang okay naman. It sounds fair. But when it's been going on too long, excuse after excuse, wala yung plano, sis. Bessie, I'm telling ya, he has no plans on moving forward. If you ask him, Rafael, ano ba tayo? He's gonna be like, masaya. You deserve more than that. I know that to some people, labels don't really matter. But I think that if somebody loves you enough, if somebody cares about you enough, the bare minimum is to put a label on it to say out loud, proudly, you're my girlfriend. Is it that hard? I also feel like these guys have major commitment issues that they feel like once they're officially in a relationship, they're locked down. They're being tied down. And it is just so fucked up, girl, that you are staying through this relationship or not even relationship. We call this a situation trip because it's not even a real relationship. You don't even know if magiging kayo talaga. Feeling kunga after pandemic, he's gonna have another excuse. I'm gonna be bold here. I'm gonna bet 1,000 pesos on that after pandemic you kayo. He's gonna come up with another excuse or he's gonna find another hoe. Guys like Rafael, I have a feeling that they have other hoes. They're fuckboys. They're low-key fuckboys. Actually, si Rafael see Rafael, good at Honestly, he's the kind of guy that seems okay, he seems sweet, he seems nice. But I swear to God, he might have hoes in his DMs and that's why he doesn't want to make it official. Because uh, once you guys are officially in a relationship, he has no excuse na siyang magagwa, hindi siya makaka slight landi. Because if walang label, he can always tell girls, now, oh, I'm kinda seeing this girl per walakaming label, we're not official yet. He can say those things, but if he's official, it's over. Let me be honest here. You know what's so bad about dating Rafael? He barely even sees you, right? Because it's lockdown, he doesn't wanna make things official, which means you guys barely even hook up. Which means it doesn't even matter if Jutsha or Daxha, that shit doesn't matter you're probably not even getting it from him, you know? Drop Rafael. You're not even getting dicked down by him anyway. Get yourself Frisky. Frisky is an amazing local brand that promotes sex positivity, sexual health, sexual exploration, self-exploration, and I just love that they're trying to end the weird vibes and the stigma here in the Philippines. So they make these adult toys, which are super discreetly packed, and they're shipped nationwide. The best part is that they're super affordable, clean, and safe. That's the most important thing here because I know that a lot of people are wanting to explore this, but they don't know where to get anything that's safe and clean. Because if you think about it, you're putting it in a very sensitive part. So you want to get something that is safe. We only stand poke positivity, baby. Okay, so Frisky Unlimited, they're available on Shopee, on Instagram, and What I love especially about their Instagram feed is that they talk about body shaming, kink shaming, owning yourself and it is just so empowering to see a local brand do that here because I've never seen them do that. Like They even talk about being child free. I feel like they go even the step further beyond selling these toys and really doing their best to educate people using their Instagram. Actually, I was because I only discovered them a few days ago. You know, with the 8.8 sale. I was posting a bunch of the Shopee recommendations. And get this. A bunch of you guys were asking for vibe recommendations. And I was like oh my god, I actually have no idea because I've never looked into it here and I didn't even know where to start. But then I asked around and I checked on Shopee and I asked my friends like what have what they bought and they mentioned Frisky. And when I was going through all of the reviews, they were so good. They had five-star reviews. So I guess the guys are really nila. So I shared the link on my IG stories and I got over 800 link clicks in the first one alone. You guys sold out one of their products and then I posted two more backup links as some of their next bestsellers products for starters and you guys ate that shit up so they reached out to me and i was so happy that they did because they wanted to partner with me for a giveaway so they're giving away one alexa that's the grand prize and then they're also giving two ramona ones which are the consolation prizes i promise you it's gonna be as discreet as possible the mechanics are super simple all you have to do is first follow frisky on instagram that is f-r-i-s-k-y dot u-l-t-d on Instagram, and me, Kilakosha, y'all bitches already know, and if you don't, I'll show you the fucking door. Next, you gotta share this podcast on your IG stories and use three of this specific emoji. It's the purple square with a white heart in the middle. Again, it's the purple square with a white heart in the middle. You're going to want to put three of those in your Instagram story when you share my podcast so that I know that you've joined. And of course, you got to tag me because, bitch, how the fuck am I going to know if you joined the giveaway if you didn't tag me, right? Better also if you can tag Frisky in super small as said make it super, 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 super tiny that nobody can even see it. You can do this as a backup so that at least if I missed it, Frisky knows that you joined. But it's not essential as long as you put those three emojis, follow Frisky and follow myself, we're all good so i made sure to make it super super simple and super discreet for you guys it's the most discreet giveaway yet no commenting no liking no tagging three friends i hope you bitches do join and if you're still shy even if i made the mechanics super fucking discreet you can make your friend join for you so anything really goes tell your man to join for you even if you're shy and your man's gonna be like what what the fuck babe like i thought they would make you happy I'd, yeah. okay maybe not your man but your bestie tell your bestie to join for you so bestie don't waste any more fucking time on Rafael. Kahit mag-global warming pa, World War Three, di kayo magiging official. I promise you that. Next up, we have Andre. Andre has a terrible living situation. Andre has a messy room, unchanged bedsheets. Feeling go yung bedsheets niya di napapalitan in two months, three months. And I'm being nice. Andre has cords over the floor. His room smells like... Sweat and use socks. It's talagang baho. He doesn't know how to cook. He doesn't know how to clean. He's like a little boy that doesn't know how to take care of himself. Plus, do you want to get bad skin? Can you imagine this? Picture this. You hooked up with a guy like Andre with a shitty place, dirty ass, nasty ass place. And then you sleep over, you wake up, and he has no food to even cook you for breakfast. He's only got like cup noodles to offer you and lukewarm water. It's not even cold. He's out of tissue paper in his bathroom. And his bathroom looks like it hasn't been clean in weeks either. And then you wake up with a pimple. This is literally God telling you not to date this man if you get acne from a man's place. That pimple is a sign not to date him. The thing about Andre though, the reason na nahook is because he doesn't care too much about fashion, di siya masyado ma social media. Chill lang siya, but masyado siyang chill. He does not care about cleanliness. And when you ask him, hey, could you change the sheets every now and then? Could you make walis? Can you make dinner, Andre, once in a while? Like, girl, he's gonna say, sorry, ganito lang kasi ako eh. I can't change for you eh. Yung mga ganong kalokohan... Ma'am, this is not your son. Andre is not your son. You did not enter a relationship to be a baby mama. If with Paolo, in that relationship, Paolo's kind of like your father who you have to ask permission for for every single move, Andre is like your actual child. Like a man child. Between Paolo and Andre, I wouldn't choose either. I choose neither, bitch. I choose a woman. I would rather be gay than date either of these men. You know what's even worse? Wala bed frame. That's actually, you know what? That's that's the deal breaker. Obviously, if you're not well off, of course, like that's definitely understandable. But guys that are just gross and don't invest in themselves, like I love a guy that smells nice, dresses nice, has a clean room, clean apartment, like it just shows so much about them. And right now, especially for me, because I'm in my 20s, I would only want to date someone I see as my equal, somebody that I can live with. If you look at Andre and you're like, fuck, this is an actual man child. I cannot live with this shit. Like, you don't even want to spend the night. Because the feeling my cockroach in his room. Like, ew, ew. You are not going to be his baby mama. You are not going to have a man child. And you're not in a relationship to raise a man. Then we have Stephen. Stephen is so cute. He is so friendly, approachable. He smells good, dresses good. He's kind of like everybody's best friend. But here's the plot twist. He has too many girl best friends. And I know, I know, okay, guys and girls can be friends platonically. But when Stephen has too many girl best friends, that texts Stephen at 4 a.m., hey, Stephen, I can't sleep, and then expects your man to be this bitch's therapist? Girl, what the fuck? Take a step back and listen to yourself. These best friends of his are venting to him at 4am? Like, what? I think that's inappropriate. It is healthy to have girl best friends, but too many is kind of weird. Also, it's about the girl mismo. You know, some girl best friends... They don't know their boundaries. They know Stephen is in a relationship, but they treat him kind of like their boyfriend too. And I have a feeling, bitch, these girl besties, they like him. They have a secret thing for them. Like, you know, because when your boyfriend's girl bestie likes him, you vibe really vibe You can read the energy. You can smell it. Trust your gut. I swear to God, girls have like a sixth sense. I like to call that sense your slut sense. Hear me out. Deep inside, you are a slut. Everyone's a slut. Your mama's a slut. Your sister's a slut. Everyone's a slut. Everyone has a little hoe in them. Your slut sense awakens you when you get the vibes that another girl is slutting out your man. So listen to your slut sense. Awaken your slut sense and hone that slut sense. And if you are that girl bestie that's acting a little weird when Stephen gets a girlfriend, don't be that bitch. Don't be a fucking weird ass girl going for a guy who's in a relationship. Saying that you guys are just best friends, but you're being competitive with his girlfriend. Yung parang na birthday si Stefan, di ba? Mas mahaba pa yung birthday post mo kesa sa actual girlfriend niya. Doesn't that say something? Or pag-birthday niya, inunahan mo pa yung jowa niya. Mag-send ng food. Major weird. major shady. My slut sense is telling me, you're being a bitch and not a bad bitch, just a fucking rude-ass bitch. So don't be that. Don't be the bitch bestie. Be the nice bestie. Know your boundaries. But oh my god, I just thought of something. What if Stephen is actually gay? Like what if all those girl besties he has are actual girl besties and you're just the beard? He's actually using you as a cover up para di malaman ng mama niya na Becky What if that though? And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being gay. But again, if you're a straight woman, you're not dating Stephen because you want a gay bestie. You're trying to get thick down. And if Stephen is also trying to get thick down, maybe it's not a match. So do your research. Next up, we have Patrick. Patrick is your classic manipulative sad boy na ewan. Honestly, sobrang ewan niya. He's the kind of guy na pag nag kayo, he punches the wall and then he cries. Like, dude, relax. Can't we have a mature conversation? Even worse... Patrick will threaten to hurt themselves. He's gonna emotionally blackmail you, make you, his emotional punching bag, and parang ikaw yung may ng lahat. He always uses the victim card, nagpapakaawa siya. You can never have a serious adult conversation with this man. His EQ is so low, di mo talaga siya makakausap ng maayos. Like, let's say nag about a small thing. He always escalates it, iiyak siya, he's gonna cry, para you guys make bate agad. It makes you feel almost guilty because he makes it look like you're making him act that way the fuck Patrick's also the kind of guy nah. he cheats on you and then he's gonna start crying and bawling his eyes out and he's gonna be like cause my mom and dad they have problems and then he's gonna punch a fucking wall like what the fuck oh no my dog oh my god my dog came up to me cause she actually thought I was crying oh, this <laughs> makes me so soft aww Willow Oh, she's actually licking me. She is always the sweetest. I can never cry around her or even fake cry because she loves me way too much. But anyway, going back to Patrick, he needs to see a fucking therapist. And baby, you're not in a relationship to be a therapist. And newsflash, if you wanted to be a fucking therapist, get a minor in psychology, bitch. Don't date a man with the EQ of a peanut. Patrick is just so manipulative that you feel bad for even bringing certain things up. Kasi alam mo, magsispark ng away. Don't date a man you can't even share your problems with. He's got a little anger management issues, which is fine, right? But you don't let it out on your partner. If you are dating a Patrick, fucking run for the hills, man. Run for the forests get your ass to bag you or some shit like i don't know just run the fuck away okay because patrick at some point i have a feeling could be dangerous girls don't think about this enough but protect yourselves if a guy is punching walls at some point he might actually also punch you so be safe out there be safe out there hoes hoe responsibly don't date a patrick Up next we have Joshua. Joshua is kind of like Patrick. He's kind of like emotionally incompetent. Worst of all, he calls his mom mommy. Okay, okay, hear me out. I feel like he has mommy issues. Imagine a 25-year-old that calls his mom, mommy, No, wala masyadong plan na sa buhay because he's like, yeah, I'm gonna work for my family business na lang. His mom gives him allowance. He is coddled. At some point, kasi it's kind of cute, right? It's kind of what lured you in na, oh, he cares about his mom so much. He loves his parents. He's a family man. But at some point, oh, ay na siya, hindi na siya cute. Wala talaga siyang real dreams in life. Wala siyang job because he's super spoiled. His mom probably coddles him so much na he never wants to work a day in his life And he doesn't have to work a day in his life because his mommy's got him. Even worse, if he has a possessive mom. You know how some moms are like weirdly obsessed with their sons? It's almost like they like them. I always found that kind of weird and creepy. Like they're almost in competition with you the girlfriend so that's another thing if joshua's mom is in competition with you just leave because imagine in the future like when you have kids she's gonna be the mother in law that you despise that makes your blood boil she's gonna be the kind of mother-in-law is gonna be telling you how to be a better mom how to be a better wife making you feel like you're not enough and always telling you off actually now palang you can kind of get the vibes When Joshua can't make his own decisions, he calls his mom to ask for advice too much too much to the point. yung mom yung gumawa ng decision, and Joshua just follows through. So can you imagine how much that would interfere with your relationship if the mom is menacing? Like alam mo yung mga mother in laws na pag wedding mo, ginagawa niya lang parang wedding niya or maggo white Oh my god, I would fucking die. I always think that when you're dating someone, you're also dating the family because if you're dating someone, if you get knocked up, you're always gonna have to see that family. That's gonna be the baby daddy, even if you guys don't get married. That's That family is going to be in your life forever. Even if it was just a one-night stand and you guys got knocked up, if that man is in your life, that man's family is equally in your life. Worse, if you guys even get married, so you're going to have to deal with these family reunions, get-togethers, birthdays, Sundays at his mom's house, where you feel like you're walking on eggshells and you can't live. Like, you literally can't even breathe around her because you're so nervous. His mom is judging your every fucking move and she's just rude like she stares you down gives you a little head to toe eye roll you're just gonna be sad pissed and living your life in pain and i wouldn't want that for you bestie like it is so discombobulating i am discombobulated if you don't know that word it's okay let me fill you in discombobulating or discombobulated it is the new confused it is a synonym to confused but it's worse it feels more dramatic and i feel like such a bad bitch whenever i say Fuck, I'm so discombobulated. Or fuck, this is so discombobulating. You know, instead of saying, this is so confusing. We are saying discombobulating. Girl, I want you to find someone with a really nice mom, A mother-in-law that you can go to yoga or Pilates with at like 10 a.m., have brunch at 11, drink some mimosas, maybe do some sangrias at Barsino or Amano or wherever, and have an actual fun relationship with a mom. Another bestie. That's the vibe. That's the goal. Not Joshua's possessive mommy. Fucking weird. Actually, you know what's even worse? If Joshua saves his mom's number in his phone with her first name or her full name. That's some issues. If a guy had a really good relationship with their mom, they wouldn't be saving them as Janet. They wouldn't be putting down their birth giver, their mother's number in their phone as Maria Corazon. No way any guy would do that. So again, if a guy saves their mom's number on their phone under their first name, run. Book that grab and start running. If there's no grab, get an angkas, take a jeep, take a boat. Just save yourself lastly we have marcus marcus is way too good to be true marcus has so many green flags that it's a red flag he love bombs you and then he goes to if you guys don't know what love bombing is love bombing is when a guy gives you overwhelming love affection and effort and does all these really nice things to make you so obsessed with them Even says, I love you within the first few days or weeks of you guys dating or talking to each other. And then he ghosts you. And it makes you think, you're like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Like, did I do something wrong? Was I like a little weird? Did I throw him off or whatever? Baby, it's not you. It's him. He was over complimenting you. He was talking about marriage. Kids, kakamit nyo palang sis. Pwedeng momol muna. The fuck? I think Marcus also has commitment issues, but he doesn't show it. Marcus masks all of those commitment issues into nice things. He packages it well nicely. Imagine the most beautiful, the biggest little gift box you've ever seen. As in, sobrang ganda. Feeling mo what's inside is gonna be expensive and luxurious. But when you open that package up, empty. Nothingness. Walang naman, sis. Umaalog. and I'm not talking about you riding on Marcus na umaalog, as in empty lang talaga yung box as in wala siyang i-offer other than a nice package maybe his dick was nice that could have been a nice package but the overall nice package that oh he seems to be a family man talks about kids and marriage says I love you so much compliments and love affection but bitch Pota lang. too many green flags is a red flag I'll tell you something I need to smell a little toxic to know it's true. I need to see a little bit of the problems in the relationship or I need to be turned off a little in the first couple dates to know it's real. Because there is no perfect man. Baby, we're talking about many. There is no perfect one. So you need to smell a little of the toxic in the start to know that, okay, he's not love bombing you. He's got little issues, but you like him anyway. And that's what matters. You know, when you... You see a guy and you're like, "Oh, he doesn't dress that nice, but he's sweet. He does all these nice things. He wants to commit. That's fine. You can style him better later. Get him better clothes or whatever." You need to be turned off just a little bit. Mga ano lang, mga 5%. And yet you still like him. Not a turn-off na red flag, ah. bitch. Don't get it twisted. Maybe surface level things, yung ganun lang. But nothing too crazy that'll make you cringe deep inside. Not like that, honey. Just the kind of turn off that you notice, you acknowledge, but the pros outweigh the cons. So you decide to date them anyway. But with Marcus, it's just way too many good things. Too good to be true is always too good to be true. So that's it for our Red Flags Toxic Men Edition episodes. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Tanging na sis, ano nalang natira? Where the fuck are you gonna find a decent man? I have the answer for you. There is none. Just be gay. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, duh. But I swear, if there was a dream guy, it would be like someone that's kind of different from me, more low key only has like 200 followers on instagram but not like a psychopath okay like he actually doesn't really care about social media he's super low-key he is a stock guy so you know that man has a money and he is smart he's investing his money a a guy that lives in the moment a guy that lives his best life he reads books you know he's educated enlightened Ooh, we love that just thinking about that kind of guy is making me sweat a little oh my god not me being straight for a minute, girl. No. But seriously, if you're listening to this and out of all of the red flags, even in part one, part two, you did not spot a single red flag in your man, I need to hear about it. DM me, DM bad bitch pie, but let me know because I'm genuinely curious where the fuck you found this dream guy.